Hey guys, um, it's Chelsea. Welcome to the first episode of my podcast, Life, Liberation, and the Pursuit of Godliness. This podcast is strictly just going to be an introduction, basically covering the points of who am I, where am I from, what does my podcast mean, why am I doing this podcast, and who I'm doing this podcast for. So let's just get right into it. Um, I've already said I'm Chelsea Gerald. I'm 20 years old. I just had my 20th birthday in January, and I was born in a town in Florida called Fort Myers. It's grown some popularity over the years, but that's where I'm from, and I moved to North Carolina when I was almost 14 years old in 2015 on May the 22nd. Why did we move to North Carolina? Why? Out of all places, that's a question that I get so much whenever I tell people where I'm from is, how'd you find this town? How'd you find here? And the make a long story short, my parents came to North Carolina and stayed in Maggie Valley, I believe it's near Asheville, for about a week, my sixth grade year, and they fell in love with it. It was snowing, and there was mountains, and all of this stuff, and they came back and said, hey guys, I think we're going to move to North Carolina. And lo and behold, a year and a half later, we moved. We came up to North Carolina for the first time, my seventh grade year, during spring break. And I remember walking down the neighborhood that I would soon live in, taking pictures, and it felt so unreal, and it felt fake, almost, to see a town this small with old signs for police stations, and it felt like a movie. I mean, now that I've lived here for almost six years, it definitely does not feel like a movie anymore. I've grown very comfortable with it to where it's just my everyday life now, but we moved the summer of my seventh grade year, and I started eighth grade here, and we've moved houses since then, but we've stayed in the same district, in the same town. Basically, the reason we moved um, is a part of my testimony. There was some things going on in Florida, and my parents felt that by moving to North Carolina, it would give us a fresh start, physically and mentally, and financially as well. I mean, Florida is really expensive, especially with a household like mine where my mom's a stay-at-home mom and my dad is a mechanic. And although he's he's been a mechanic for a very long time and he's very, he's made a very comfortable life for himself through hard work, but financially, living in Florida is expensive. We'll get deeper into why I moved further on in the episodes when I start to tell my testimony. So pray for me because I've been praying a lot recently about it. And um, my testimony is something that is very strong, is very deep, and is very sad. And just pray that I'm able to keep calm and know that I have since forgiven these people. Um, and as I bring up old events, help me not relive them in a way that makes me angry because it's something that I do struggle with but I am improving and you know I pray about it often but my podcast is called life liberation and the pursuit of godliness as I said just a few minutes ago what does that mean well just a few maybe a week ago I called my friend Hannah at my best friend I called her at like two in the morning 
asking, you know, I have to start my podcast. I have to start it. I just feel called. I have to start it. I need a name. I don't know what to call it. And we were going through names. And, you know, in recent months, I have changed some things about my life uh, politically. And life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness came into my head. And I was like, well, how can I, how can I, maybe I can work with this. And lo and behold, I did. And the life in my title, the verse Proverbs twenty seven nineteen came to me. It says, as in water face answereth to face, so the heart of man to man. And basically that verse just means that when you look into the water, you see a reflection of who you are. And as that reflection shows who you are on the outside, your heart reflects who you are on the inside. And I think that's so important when you're going through life because ultimately the way we treat people and go about our life is a true definition of what's going on inside of us. And the more I dive into it later, you'll understand the broader meaning, but people go through things mentally, they feel it in their heart, and some people are really good on the inside, way deep down. But through trauma, through bad experiences, through bad choices, you know, sometimes who you are on the inside doesn't really come out the way you want it to on the outside. And although it's sad and it's understandable, to a certain point, it's inexcusable. And you have to realize that as you get older, as you mature, you cannot live by the excuses of your problems because it's just going to reflect badly on you. If you want people to know that you are a good person on the inside, you have to try and be disciplined to reflect that on the outside. And I'll get more into that later, but moving on, liberation is, for me, the freeing of the mental prison that can be and is mental health. Because mental health is something that controls and eats away at you, and you have two choices. You have the choice to let it control you, or you have the choice to control it. And for the longest time, I chose to let it control me. But up until pretty recently, I have decided to control it. When I got saved back in October of 2020, I let it control me still. I took a lot of control, but it still controlled me in some aspects of my life that I never thought mental health would come up in it. And a lot of that is uh, political beliefs, but that's not something I'm going to get into right now. But when I was saved by God, I felt this sense of peace. And this voice in my head kept saying to me, why do you feel this way still? And it took a long time to reflect on it, figure out what that voice meant, who that voice was. Was it God? Was it me? I don't know who it was. But I reflected on it. And I knew that my mental health had caused so many problems in so many aspects of my life. My relationship with my boyfriend being a major one. And I knew I didn't want to feel that way I knew I didn't want to do those things that I did but I did them anyways and then I excused it saying I wasn't in the best headspace but that's not fair that's not fair to the people around me because at the end of the day yes I may have mental health problems 
But I am still me. I still, I am in control of my body. My mental health isn't. My mental health is something that's inside of me. So who am I to let what's inside of me control me? I know that is a lot, maybe hard for some people to understand, but it's really helped me, like taking control of it and giving it to God, giving my problems to the Lord is so freeing because at the end of the day, I know that he's there for me always and he already knows that I'm going to get through what I'm going through even when I'm in it. In the middle of the storm, he already knows that it's going to go away. And even when I'm feeling stuck and I feel like I'm never going to get through it, in the back of my mind, slowly creeping its way to the front, I know that I will get through it. And that in itself helps me get through it so much faster. So much faster. Because I know, and I'm like... If I know it's going to happen, why not make it happen right now? And I slowly changed into this mature woman of God that I never even thought I could be. But here I am, changing. And I'm forever changing. I'll never be perfect. But I have matured so much in the Lord, and He's taught me so much. And I'm so grateful for that. And I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. I I know that I can be all over the place. That's just how my brain works, okay? I can't, I, I really try, but my brain moves a mile a minute. I'm constantly thinking of other things. I'm saying them, and then I'm switching topics, and then I'm going back, but I'm trying to stay centered here. And mental health is a huge part of my life and is something that's been carried with me even after salvation. And I've always felt called to talk about mental health. Even before I was saved, I knew that that's what I wanted to talk about. But after I was saved, my focus was still on talking about mental health, but also including God. Because for me and for so many other people, God is what saved them from the bonds of mental health. And... Through this podcast, not only do I want to speak to those who suffer with mental health problems, I also want to speak to those who don't suffer because it's been stigmatized, you know? Mental health is something that you shouldn't be talked about or you should you should get over it. It's all in your head. It's, it's made up. It's not real. And some Christians go as far as to saying you're possessed by demons if you have mental health and although it may remain true for some it's that's not what it is mental health is something that needs to be understand by everyone even those who don't have problems because my boyfriend is the perfect example of this for a long time he didn't understand why i acted the way i did what was going through my head he didn't he couldn't wrap his head around it he didn't know what I was trying to say and it caused a lot of problems and that's not on him and that's not on me that's just it's on life pretty much I mean when we were young we had lack of communication we didn't quite fully I quite fully didn't even understand the depth of my mental health so why was I to expect that he would but as we've gotten older and as we've matured and as we've significantly improved our relationship 
um, he, he knows me inside and out, fully 110% understands. And he's implemented things in our life where when I am struggling with mental health, although it's not as often anymore, praise the Lord, um, he knows how to help me. And I'm truly so thankful for that because it's something that is finally over with. And so many other people, I'm sure, have this problem. And something that I hope that they take out of this podcast is they can help. You can help. They're not, people who suffer from mental health are not helpless. They need help. And sometimes when they don't want it, you have to give it to them anyways. And I hope that that's what some people who don't struggle with mental health problems take out of this. That you're not useless. You're not just standing there in the dust. You can help. You can take action. And even if it's someone who you're not very close with that suffers with mental health problems, you can always just pray for them. There is so much power in prayer. And the more you pray for someone, it will help. And I'm just so thankful for the people that I have in my life. My best friend Hannah, who is Isaiah's older sister, she has told me before that sometimes she will go online and look up the disorders that I have and learn about them to try and understand how I feel sometimes. And I just, that is so sweet to me that she would do that because it shows me that she cares for me. And I'm so grateful that she does that because it's just such an act that she didn't have to tell me she did that, but she did it anyways, just to let me know that she loves me and she wants to understand me. And I just found so much comfort in that. And she's saved as well. And it's also, that has also improved our friendship in a much healthier way. But yeah, I hope that that made sense. Um, and the last part of my podcast name, Pursuit of Godliness. Attitudes, reactions, and characteristics of our Lord, that's what makes us who we are. We should always be striving to be more like Jesus every day, and that in itself includes a plethora of things. Our attitudes, our reactions, the way we speak, the way we think. It's so important to understand that words do carry weight with them, and even if you don't mean anything by it, watch what you say and how you say it because it reflects so much. And I was someone who never understood that because I never thought I had a problem, but I did. And as I've gotten saved and as I've prayed about my reactions to things, I've always been quick-tempered. I have quick reactions. I hold I hold grudges very quickly and as I've prayed about it, I've been able to control those emotions a lot better and I've improved tremendously. And it's made an outward change, a physical change in what people see. They don't see the angry Chelsea that once was and it's just proof that it works. You have to understand that the way you present yourself to other people is, whether you like it or not, what people are going to think about you. So why am I doing this podcast, you might ask. Mm, why? Well, short answer, I love to talk. 
I always have loved to talk. I, for the, those of you who know me, I have a private Snapchat story where I like to talk for multiple hours. Um, and my friend Leslie came to me a few months ago and said that she will click on my story, put it down in her car, and listen to it as a podcast when she's driving. And I was like, wow, girl, that is so funny, but so sweet. Thank you. And I've always thought about making a podcast after I got saved um, because I truly believe my calling in life is to public speak, to minister to people. And I never would want to preach. Uh, that just doesn't line up with what I believe in. But I would love to go to women's conferences or go to high schools or middle schools even and just speak to the kids about God and explain and and tell a little bit of my testimony to them and let them know that there's people out there that go through what you go through. And, you know, I just would love to speak one day in front of a whole bunch of people and explain to them that what they feel, what they suffer with, chances are I've suffered with it too. And... If I haven't suffered with it, they can still listen and understand from a different point of view about how, how I came out of what I suffered through. Because suicide awareness, mental health awareness, something that's so important, but something that's so stigmatized and not talked about. And I think it's gross. I think we should talk about it because the more we talk about it, it will help people. It will help people not feel so alone. And then when you put God into that whole thing, it opens up a whole new door of maybe there is a way out. And it's through Jesus himself. Because he will take all of your pain and he will take all of your problems and he will take them away and turn them into something good and give it back to you. And it's so relaxing and it's so, it's unbelievable. And, you know, it says in the Bible that God's power is so unimaginable to the mortal brain because it's simply just so big that we cannot physically comprehend it. And I just think that's amazing, literally amazing. And I'm so excited. And as I just said about my calling being public speaking, I figured I have to start somewhere. I've been praying to God to open doors and I'm going to listen. You know, when I'm laying in my bed trying to go to sleep and all I can think about is public speaking and all I can think about is talking to kids and teenagers and adults about God and how we can overcome this world. I start thinking about how I can do that, you know, and when the word podcast comes into my mind constantly and I continue to push it away, this time I'm going to listen and I'm going to thank God for putting that in my mind and I'm going to listen and I'm going to follow through and I'm going to put my foot out there no matter what and that's what I'm doing it's taken me a long time I've wanted to do a podcast for a long time and I never could do it I would always be lazy and I would find other things to do but I'm doing it now so hello nice to meet you I hope you're enjoying this um taking risks is important especially if you're trying to find what God's calling you to do you have to listen to those little voices in your head because although they're a little, 
and sometimes they're big, they're still there. So you need to listen. And because you never know, you never know where it's going to go if you listen to it. It could, you know, go in the dust, maybe. Nice try, but not that one. Or it could turn into something big and you, you'll never know until you try. So here I am trying. Um, and I will get better, I promise. It's just, I also don't really like hearing my voice, but, you know, sometimes you just have to get over that stuff. And I just feel like I'm meant to do this. I really do. And I'm really excited that I am. And I hope and pray that it turns into something more. But if it doesn't, and I'm here for a while, I'll rejoice in the Lord anyways. Because no matter where I am in life, whether it be good or bad, I'm going to rejoice in Him because I know that He has a plan for me. And I know that where I'm at right now is where He wants me to be. Now, who am I doing this podcast for? Is it for Christians? Is it for women? Is it for people who suffer from mental health? It's for everyone. It's for literally everybody who wants to hear it. Because I have non-Christian friends. And they also enjoy hearing me talk. And so chances are they might listen to this podcast. And because they like to hear me talk, they're going to hear about God. And it's going to be planted in their brain. And you never know what, what can come of that. I want everyone to listen to it, whether you're a girl or a guy. I'm not preaching to you. I'm just talking. And I hope that they can take something out of it. They can learn a bit more about me and who I am. They can, and if they do have judgments against me, maybe this will help them undo those judgments. You know, I've had people tell me that before, you know, when I met you, I thought you were so mean, but not you're so sweet. And it's, you know, those small little judgments that all teenagers do and all young adults do. And I'm just excited for everyone. I don't care who wants to listen to it. Anyone can listen to it. I'm not scared anymore. I'm not cowardly hiding behind a wall, just whispering to my close friends about what I think and what I want to do in life. I'm telling everyone and it's out there if you don't want to listen to it don't but you know there's gonna be people out there that claim they don't believe in jesus or claim they don't like certain things but guess what they're still gonna listen to it you know you ever heard the word trolls trolls they don't like someone but they watch every single one of their videos it's kind of like that because some part of them in their brain knows that God is real and they're going to listen and it's going to grow heavier on their heart and I pray that they make the right decision in being saved and accepting Christ into their life because nothing excites me more than seeing other believers talk about what they've been through because when you have the Lord in your heart and you hear about what people have been through and what people have done in times of desperation in times of being lost you no longer feel that judgment you feel this praise not for them but for the lord just wow i can't believe god did that for you and for some people who are lost and they hear those stories they think can god do that for me and the answer is absolutely yes he can god can do anything he's so powerful and when you, after you get saved you feel this sense of healing and exception because 
you learn slowly that the things you went through, although were enjoyable, happened for a reason. And there are some things that are indescribable. There are things that are genuinely disgusting and horrible that have happened to some people. And by no means did they ever deserve what they had. But through Christ, you're able to find a sense of peace and a sense of moving forward from it. Not letting it define you. Not letting it change who you are as a person on the inside. But letting it turn into something that it can be made for good through God. I just read that today in Romans 8. And he'll take he'll take what's been done and use it for good. And that's exactly what he did for me. I mean, as I go through these podcast episodes and I tell you parts of my testimony, it's truly shaped me into who I am today. I often wonder what my life would have been like if I didn't go through those things. And I don't know what would happen because I didn't live that life. I lived a life that things happened to me. And for a long time, I let it control me and give me anger and unforgiveness. But now I don't see that anymore. And I'm ready to tell my testimony. It's scary. I'm not going to lie. It's really scary. Because I don't want people to think of me differently. I don't want people to think of the people in the testimony differently. But I feel called to talk about it. Because I've, I've never told the full story to anybody. And it's freeing. Yeah, it's freeing. That's the word for it, for sure. And so, I'm excited. I'm scared, not gonna lie, but I'm excited. And I know that this is what God has in, pl- has in store for me. I know, that this is, I know for a fact that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm so thankful for him and what he's doing in my life. And I hope that the people listening can see that and hear that. Yeah, that's all I have to say, really. I hope you enjoyed the first episode. Um, I don't know when this will go out. I have to get ready for work really soon. Um, And then I have to edit, of course, but it will be out soon. And if you listen to this all the way to the end, please reach out to me and let me know. Let me know what you think. Give me some pointers. Um, Let me know some things you want me to talk about. I have a few that I know that I'm talking about, but if you have something specific that's heavy on your heart that you want me to talk about, let me know, and I will absolutely do that for you, and I'm so excited for this. I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you fill it with the love of God. I hope you walk in His Spirit, and I hope you forgive those who you haven't forgiven. I hope you pray today. I hope you pray for others today, and I hope to see you guys next time. So thank you. Bye.